Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch, episode 36. For match day 36, we're lined up now. I know, we're not bright. <laughs> we're good to go now. Um, as always, Chad. Michael, hello again. Hello, hello. Um, it's been how, a week. How was your, how was your week? <laughs> it's been a week. It's only been one week since we last spoke. Um, uh-huh. I had a you know pretty decent week. Inter Milan, kicking AC Milan's butt. Uh some drama in the EPL. I think we saw the daggers coming out in a couple of multiple <laughs> places, a couple of hearts ripped out. It, you know, reminding me of like a red wedding almost where each Ooh. league kind of had like their team kind of winning championships, you know, Barcelona getting the fans getting ready to kill them. That was kill crazy. Them? That was, that was one of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Kind of disrespectful that, you know, Lewandowski's, essentially skipping in the middle of the field but they just won i mean come on that's and i'm like what are those fans gonna do but um let's 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 get the bevies out let's get that rolling um i have a metaphor to go along with mine because like arsenal's season it's going down in flames (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna toast this bad boy um i'm gonna aim my camera down just so you can see it here Woo! <laughs> I probably shouldn't do that right on my desk, but we're gonna we're gonna try. I'm gonna back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause uh, that got that got a little smoky here, but um, let's try it again. You ready? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Just you know, almost, almost torched my hand off. Okay, so just like Arsenal season, it's up in smoke. Ooh. But you know what, Chad? You know what? Uh. It sure tastes good. <laughs> wow uh, I mean I don't have all that production value that you got but uh, Sierra Nevada's summer lager so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going with <laughs> I love the theme you're ready for summer Arsenal yeah, is too you know? um, yeah. yeah I went with the old fashioned because you know Liverpool's clicking City's winning mm-hmm. the championships Barcelona's winning the championship Inter Milan is back uh, so what year is it, you know? It's, it could be 2010. It could be 2020. It could be any year in the last decade, to be <laughs> real. Um, but, yeah, again, I, I apologize. I brought out my Arsenal kit. I really wanted to wear this on a different occasion. But I just I think if there's going to be any time to wear it, now is probably the, the best time to support Arsenal because, uh, yeah, the, the memes are out in full force. Um, it's going to be a tough, tough couple weeks here, but. You had to be close to perfect, and you almost were. Yeah, well, I mean that, like, like we talked about before. You know, it's going up against City is is a huge task, and if yeah, you're not like basically perfect, it's just it's just not going to happen. And uh, you know, I it's still been a fun season for me. I've enjoyed the ride. Um, this game a little bit less, so yeah. but you know, uh, yeah. You, you take the wins where you can get them, and I can see the vision. I can see the progress. Things yeah. are moving in the right direction, at least. So, you know, a uh, bummer of an ending, I guess, for the season. But we move. We move on. We go again. You go again. And, you know, with all the uh, the stats coming out, I know Arsenal had the highest amount of points at the halfway mark of a season and didn't win Premier League. All you got to say is, when was the World Cup that year? 
It's a really easy thing to kind of slide in there to be like, and again, everyone had to go through it. Everyone had a World Cup this year. It's not like Arsenal was specific to it, but let's be real. Arsenal's, let's call him top three, top four, borderline top five player got hurt and was out for a portion of the year. Now they did really great in that portion of the year, but that's still, you're asking him to come back and then go through a crucial part of the season uh, in Jesus I'm talking about here. Um, And it just, you know, not having Saliba is a big one, too. I mean, there's just no depth with that yeah. squad. It, you can go on and on and on with these excuses. Um, but, I mean, City yeah, doesn't I, have I, De Bruyne, and look at them right now. Yeah, I think it just shows, like, there's still work to be done for Arsenal, both in the squad and tactically, you know, to right. um, kind of get a little bit stronger depth where, you know, a, a Saliba... Missing is not a, a huge loss, and, and like Zinchenko was gone for this game, and um, I think definitely played a part in, in some of the midfield control that Arsenal normally has. So there's still pieces to be found, and you know the the jigsaw puzzle that is a, a title-winning team is is still being crafted. But you know it's uh. Like I said, I can see the vision. I can see which way Arsenal's moving. As long as they, you know, compete every year, that that's all we can ask for as fans, right? Like, yeah, you want to win everything, but like that's there's no guarantee in that. You at least want to see the team out there fighting for it and pushing and and you know, leaving it all out on the pitch to try and get these wins. Um, for the most part, this season, Arsenal have done that, but. <laughs> I mean, much in this game. <laughs> you, you come at it from Liverpool's point of view. I'd rather be where you are than where we are. And yeah, everyone yeah. would be laughing at Liverpool in the same kind of spot. But, you know, a little different since we would be kind of the average age for, for a Premier League championship team rather than Arsenal mm-hmm. being the youngest team in the Premier League on average and being where they are. Well, that just means yeah. we're going to see them for the next decade. Uh, so not, not for us, it's like, great. Like we're gonna have to deal with this for so long, um, with all our guys aging out, it's, it's going to be tough, but I don't know. Do we give city the credit where credit's due or is it just, I mean, I mean yeah, they, they definitely get credit. Like, you know, you, you, they still got to go out and win their games. Right. Like, and you know, they had the midweek game against Madrid, you know, Pep didn't make any subs cause crazy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that man is crazy. <laughs> so, like, you know, go away to Everton. Uh, I hoped for a little bit more from Everton. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty harsh on them but, afterwards. But oh, okay, come on, Chad, what did you expect? What did look, you? I've I've seen what Sean Dyche can do with these teams. Like, and you know, for the first thirty minutes or so, they looked decent, but just they couldn't couldn't do us a favor, which. I don't know. Didn't help Arsenal in the end of the weekend anyway. So it's a tough ask. It, it makes you wonder, uh, you know, how all the puzzle pieces fall into place here. Where Everton kicks Brighton's ass, Brighton, no offense, kicks Arsenal's ass, and it's like, okay, if, yeah. if Brighton would have beat Everton in the reverse fashion, would Everton been a little more hungry to go beat City? It's like, you know, weird timeline yeah. things I mean, that I could have happened. That, and, then, yeah. Also, like Brighton just got dominated so like we gotta really bounce back so it's always gonna be that i mean there's always gonna be a tough game against brighton but then no nah, it was extra coming off of 
off of that. Like, yeah, it's just extra motivation to go out there and, and really strut their stuff. So I won't say I saw it coming, but I think I said, uh-oh, when Brighton had the ball a couple dozen times watching that game. Yeah. I never said it for – I never said it when Arsenal had the ball and they were attacking. It was never an uh-oh moment. It was every time a turnover happened – Lost possession. Brighton's going. I'm like, uh oh. A yeah, lot of that. I mean, a lot of that. Arsenal had some good, um, you know, regaining possession pretty high up, and and you know had a handful of shots from uh, Odegaard, Saka, um, Trossard, Nelson, like that were just wide. I know Nelson. Uh, Nelson had a really close one. His, I don't know if it was the closest, but in my opinion, yeah. that's the one that kind of is still so, in my memory. I mean, yeah, they they had their moments, but. Just, just wasn't meant to be, I guess. <laughs> no, we, you know, Brighton's a really good team. I do, I do oh, want yeah, to talk yeah. about uh, Martinelli getting a little out of control there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of two games in a row, and he just took out Matoma with his shoulder like no <laughs> other. And I was, yeah. I was honestly shocked Matoma stayed in the game. Um, I mean, it thinks like overall, just the refing on on this game was a little bit. Rough, like, yeah. I mean, like that Martinelli foul is certainly a foul, certainly a yellow. You could maybe argue even red in there because, like, he is jumping to play the ball, but he's more so like Ooh. jumping into Matoma, right? And you know, then that doesn't get carded. So then, I think Caicedo makes the foul on Martinelli a few minutes later, which maybe has some like retaliation in it. Um, you know, I don't know. It could have happened either way, but um, that also probably should have been a yellow. But you know, was allowed to go on, and I think especially that whole like first half was just very like stop and start, and these fouls, and um, the ref just kind of had no control <laughs> at all. It, it, it's part of the uh, I don't know the, the stigma of not giving a yellow card early, but it's like that's yeah. the, that's the point of the yellow card. That's you what you're to supposed sometimes. to like. Yeah. There's no reason why those cards shouldn't have came out then. Um, If anything, it'll settle them down to not do these even more riskier challenges later in the game. It's like, oh, if I can get away with that and that's not even a card, imagine what I could do later. Um, And and, and you see that sometimes in those games where, like, challenges aren't properly assessed and given a yellow card and stuff, where it's like, eventually the players are like, well, shit, I just got to protect myself now. So, like, if I got to fight a dude... I'm going to do it. And and then that's when you get like the bogus red card because they retaliate when mm. it's like ref has given them zero help and protection throughout the whole game. And then the, the moment they stand up, it's like now, now the ref found his cards, you know, and, and that's not fair on the players. Like they shouldn't have to worry about that too much, but I mean, luckily nothing like that big happens in this right. game, but you know, it's, it's a, a fine line when you, the ref doesn't want to give out early yellow cards and just let these players like, make these dangerous reckless tackles and stuff and then jump into players and stuff. Like, well, I, I think we see that trend as the season goes on. I mean, especially I remember watching Champions League, you know, for years and essentially when you get into the last couple of rounds, you know, you don't want to give those star player yellow cards early in the yeah. game. And, and, you know, I think the same could be said for, uh, for league play. It's, you know, we're in mm-hmm. the, we're in the, the final ride of the season and, I understand the refs want to let the players play. Um, the fans are there to watch the players, not the ref. But mm-hmm. when you have a guy just straight barreling into people yeah. within the first 15 minutes of a game, like 
well, what do we come on? Yeah, like we gotta we, we to, gotta call like, that here. We we can't yeah. we can't just let that go. That's that's just my my two minutes on that. But because um, that yeah. that was I watched that a couple times. Just like oh man, <laughs> like I would have fought someone. I I think I think I would have fought someone if I got hit like that. Um, I mean yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, you know reckless. Um, I don't even want to call it a challenge necessarily because it's just just barreled in reckless. You know yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like I saw a few comments saying that, oh, like Martinelli's a, a dirty player and stuff. I was like, I don't think he's dirty in the, that sense. I think he just sometimes his like drive, I think, overtakes the like common sense mm. part of him. Because like I think it was last season where he made a foul on I think it was against Wolves, a Wolves player. They went out for a throw-in, and he like jumps up and blocks the ball or something. Got like two yellows in, in like a um, I don't know, like a two minute span because he wanted to, you know, stop the play and, and had made a foul previously and it's like I, I, I think it's more just like sometimes his like drive and desire to get the ball and like have possession and do something with it kind of overrides his um, like, yeah, I guess common sense like He's he's not a defender, so his his challenges are already going to be a little bit uh, shaky, I guess. But I don't know. I haven't seen enough from him to call him a dirty player. Right. Um, I mean, certainly this one on Matoma and, and the 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 one with Bednarak are like not good looks. Um, but to call him dirty after like just two is a little harsh, I think. Like it's like it's like puppy energy. You know, you, yeah, yeah, you something gotta, like that. Or it's just like <laughs> when the dog gotta, keeps jumping on you, you got it. Hey, hey, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like that. He's just jumping up in the air. Like, what happens next? And I feel like <laughs> if he is on the opposite end of those, he might think twice about it. Like once sure, someone jumps yeah. higher than him and does mm-hmm. that same motion, might I don't know. I don't want to say scare yeah. scare him for the future in case it does happen again, but. Um, he might have a sense of uh, of human human reality in that in that yeah. play because he's like, oh man, I just I might have killed that guy for the next month, yeah. and and he's not going to be able to or, play again. You know, if the ref just fairly deals out the punishment, whether it's yellow or red card, then okay, well, ooh, yeah, shouldn't have done that. Won't just jump Won't blindly into a challenge again, you know. That's, so that's the simple answer, Chad. We're not yeah, we're not here easy. for a simple podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's that's our that's my bit on Arsenal. Do you got anything you want to add um, to it? I mean, as, as much as like the first goal maybe doesn't matter now that it it ended three 0 Like, I think that first goal's a foul on Kivior. He gets stepped on enough to where his whole shoe comes off. I, I feel like that foul happens anywhere else on the pitch it's probably called a foul sure um so you know a little hard done by that one but you're talking about when he was in the box right yeah yeah on that first goal it it, i think it's uh ferguson is like coming in behind him and i think he more kind of like slips into kivior and then his foot uh kind of goes down his ankle and and pulls his shoe off and stuff Mm -hmm. like I think a foul. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess at the end of the day, it probably didn't, wouldn't have changed too much. But um, you know, I, that I wish 
VAR apparently checked it, didn't deem it was worthy of a foul, but I think anywhere else in any other moment that's probably called. <laughs> I, you can just get away get away with so much in that in that six yard box there that it doesn't Yeah. I think anything could have happened besides hell, maybe even a handball could have happened and it still might have, might not have gotten <laughs> called. You you don't know. But I don't yeah. think that was that wasn't the dagger goal for me. It was no, it was no. the second one because it was just so late in the game and it's like, okay, yeah. that's done. They're not I, even going to get a draw. I mean, yeah, yeah. Overall, you know, Arsenal is just, just, I don't know, very flat and like lackluster. And, you know, maybe that's just more credit to Brighton for coming and playing their game and, and executing yeah. it so well. Um, I, you know, but, we, you know, we, we praised Odegaard so hard last week and it makes me think he might have listened to us and, and maybe he's like, <laughs> yeah, I am a great player. And then just, I don't know, kind of shat the bed. He, he, played fine but he didn't play to the level he's been playing the last couple weeks you know yeah yeah and i mean i don't know if it's you know it's it's these basically the same starting 11 the whole season that arteta's used so like i don't know if now it's it's just everyone's getting tired or, or what but um i don't know i mean defense has certainly been an issue um <laughs> i saw one stat that Arsenal has uh, conceded 23 goals at home so far. Mm-hmm. And the only teams that have conceded more at home are Fulham, Bournemouth, Everton, Leeds, and Southampton. Oh. So if you want to talk about, you know, like where the title race was lost, it's home defense, essentially. Like you're letting in 23 goals. Like that. that's, that's, not good enough, right? So, you know, yeah, still room to grow for Arsenal. Um, you know, we just we we go again. That's that's it. <laughs> now, mathematically, are they officially out? I don't think it's happened yet, right? Not yet. This weekend, um, as long as City win, then I think it's it's donezo. Um, City have to win. Yeah. I mean. If there's ever a time to believe in Chelsea, it's now, Chad. <laughs> Look, it's now. You know, they they maybe didn't get the win this past weekend, but they at least know who their next manager will be now. So maybe the players will be like, all right, let's bump it up. Let's show them what we can do. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That Forest team looked pretty terrible, and they still are able to grab a draw from them. And, hey, bravo, Forrest. I'm no. all, I, I, I knew you would do it. I knew you would do it. <laughs> And even though they're not clear yet, um, the math today... That's a big point. Huge point. Absolutely (laughs) huge. Um, So next week, are are you good on your arsenal? I just want to kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can move on from them. (laughs) (laughs) The relegation battle is just getting quite interesting here. Mm -hmm. Um, Leicester lost today against Liverpool Mm -hmm. 3-0. If West Ham and Leeds win their game and Leicester loses against Newcastle, Leicester is automatically getting relegated. They're right there with Southampton. That's when it's going to get real spicy with, uh, with Everton and and Leeds and maybe Forrest, but I think Forrest might just have enough, uh, enough in them to make it out. But West Ham and Leeds next week, that's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, yeah. So Southampton confirmed like down, 
but still that 19, 18, 17, yeah, like kind of up to 16 where Forest is. Like, they're all right there. They all got decent games left to play. Like, it's I don't think either any of those has an easy road to end this uh, season and get out. Um, I don't know. I I I think Leicester probably goes down. <laughs> Do you think Everton's going to stick around? Eesh. Uh, off of the Brighton win, I would have said yes. <laughs> but off of the the defensive performance against City, I'm now unsure again. Like, <laughs> Well, we saw Connor Cody come back on the pitch against City. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that was a... It didn't feel like a desperation move. I mean, he didn't play Keane. No. Um, it's just they're they're I don't know now trying too many things instead of sticking with what they Maybe, got. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I won't be surprised if everything go down and, and lead somehow stick around. But <laughs> but if there was a choice that if there was an option of four teams, I would say group them all. They didn't do anything this year to really prove that they could stick around. So whoever makes it, very lucky. You should be thanking yeah. uh, the few wins you got this season against uh, maybe Liverpool. Chelsea. Yeah, Leeds. Yeah, mostly Chelsea. <laughs> Leeds can thank Liverpool. Uh, Everton can thank Brighton. And they got a win against Arsenal too. So oh, that's right. Holy Robbie moly! Big three points right there. Holy moly! Wow. So yeah, yeah. Everton did you no favors. No, not at all. <laughs> Awful. Um, yeah. City looked stupidly good again. I, I thought yeah. I thought I looked at my screen wrong when it had Gunawan and, and Holland with their two goals <laughs> and assists. I swear, I'm not kidding, Chad. I saw it. I was like, again? <laughs> the same thing. Um, but some amazing goals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gunawan's little, like, I don't, I don't know what you call it, like a mm. just mm. weird, yeah, like <laughs> flick, not a bike, but just a, a blind shot, right? Like he doesn't look back ever, he just... <laughs> it came off of his chest really quickly, mm-hmm. um, so I th- it like hit his chest and just dropped, it didn't have any like cushion to it, because I think he did probably want to cushion it or pop it up a little bit, but it just like hit, it was like th- like a... Like a like straight down so he had like just twist his foot back at it and it just happened to go in um his free kick was amazing uh it would have been really interesting to see if they got a pk to just like let's let's do this again yeah let's 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 do it again and see what pep thinks um (laughs) now had that happened you think you think Holland takes it this time, or is he gonna try and be nice guy again? <laughs> no, I think Holland takes it. I don't think I think Pep's message was loud and clear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and that was technically before the Arsenal game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, right before. Yeah. So yeah, they they probably would have had Holland go. Now if Holland would have missed it, that's when things would have gotten really spicy. But yes. things fell into yeah. place, and Holland is still scored. Oh yeah, yeah he's um, not done. <laughs> no, but let's let's jump into Liverpool here just a little bit. Uh, sure. Trent Alexander Arnold is now our second best player all of a sudden for the last two months, and I think he's happy. I think he's having a great time. I think he, looks, he loves distributing the ball. Yeah. He loves he scoring like goals. It's it's incredible. <laughs> what what a turnaround 
seventh win in a row. Things are looking pretty damn good. Um, I'm happy with what we're doing. Again, it was yeah, Lester. I mean, we we torched them. Yeah. We torched yeah. them. Curtis Jones came coming Oof. coming out of nowhere, scoring two great goals. Um, Salvo with the hat trick of assists. His third one being my favorite <laughs> oh, one of the good. season. I was like, <laughs> I when I saw it happen, I was like, that's an assist, and they they didn't credit him with an assist, and I was like. I was oh, like, yeah. they didn't it, for like a good 10 minutes. And then I was checking who scored. It wasn't there. And then the announcers, the commentators were like, oh, just to let the viewer know, like Salah has been rewarded with the assist because he tapped the ball back yeah. to, to Trent. I was like, yeah, like what's wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> Give the man his yeah. assist. I mean, yeah, it, it, it looked like, you know, um, just Lester defense doing what they do of, of <gasps> be it just like chaos back there and, um, I think that third goal was just Liverpool just really enjoying the game and, and you know, the little flick back for, from the free kick to set up Trent was already a, a nice style move and then Trent just bangs it in. and whew. This was Leicester's worst defeat in the last, well, I could really do some history here. Uh, at least the last seven games, I can go all the way up till Man United February 19th. Um, this just makes my Soyun Chu, uh, dream a reality because he didn't play this game. So goes, goes to show how important that man truly was. And you know what? You can quote me. If he would have played this season, they wouldn't be relegated. That's a good shout. I mean, (laughs) the few games he's, he's come back in, he's probably been one of their best players. He's the Turkish (laughs) commander gets it done. He really does. Yeah. He knows what he's doing back there. And then you have his uh, I don't, evil twin, Wout Fast. <laughs> not <laughs> like. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, he's bad. I don't know why Lester has just like, they ride or die with that guy for some reason. And he's just, yeah, he's not been great all season. Like, and and I think just the, the issues that Lester have had all season, you might as well just start you know, changing things up and trying new lineups and everything. And somehow he just always finds his way in there. Well, you know, you had, yeah, Soyan Chu sitting on the bench. Um, Vestergaard. I don't, know that, I don't know if Vestergaard was ever healthy this year. I don't know. They but said like, he wasn't, but, you know. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. That, that whole team has kind of been a mess all year. So, I mean, going down seems only fair. You can't you can't spend a whole season in just like chaos and and you know blacklisting players just because there's no no good reason to you know just Brendan Rodgers just decided that one day nope you guys don't play anymore I'd rather play midfielders and defense than yep. you <laughs> which is just yeah he wanted a piece out of there so bad yeah uh, well fast led the Premier League and own goals scored with two. Tied with, believe it or not, Chris Mepham, which maybe is believable. And then the other one is uh, Joachim Anderson. Uh, But Faust, you know, he did us a favor. He scored his two own goals uh, for Liverpool. So (laughs) thanks, my man. (laughs) Maybe we'll see you in the Premier League again someday. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I don't know. I I didn't get to watch Liverpool games. So was there anything more you... Um, 
No, we just we just commanded the ship yeah. all game long. Even after the first goal, it was just ours to play with. First goal was really tight. Uh, whether or not it was going to be onside because Diaz, mm-hmm. his run, I don't know. You could go look at it and you could flip a coin and say it probably was off. It could have gone either way. I oh, honestly no, thought no. I thought it was going to be off at first glance. Um, and they called it on and I said, great, but... I don't. There you go. I didn't feel fully confident that it was even after I watched it one or two more times. I didn't get to see the line drawn. Um, it uh, was it was one of those just like they zoomed in on him, they zoomed out. They had the like shadowed line. It wasn't like the red yeah. line that went across his chest. I don't know if they showed that at least on the program that I was watching. I think I was watching it on Sky Sports. Um, yeah, okay. But it was very very close and. I don't know. He was faster, but the defending on it, if you're going to go back, watch that goal again, watch the defending that Wout Fast did because he's, he's watching the ball like, a, like an outfielder going to catch something over mm-hmm. his head, and then he decides not to go for it. He turns around. He, like, he sees Diaz with the ball, and he's like, I don't know what to do. And then he kind of like darts back and forth, and I think by the end of the session, he's really defending no one. I'm, I'm re- Yeah, no. He, he wasn't within an arm's length of anyone besides Diaz for the entirety of the clip. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to watch. It's so bad. I can't get over it. I'm so sorry. Uh, and then, of course, after they score the goal, the camera pans straight onto him because I think even they know, like, yeah, this guy, he messed up. Um, that was cool. Feel a little bad for him, but hey, whatever. Uh, another three points to Liverpool. We are closing in, Chad. We just need Man U to mess up. One more time. One I more mean, time. Yeah, you're, you're knocking right there on Man U and Newcastle, honestly, after after this weekend. So the top four dream is is well and truly alive, I think. I gotta go. I gotta go back to our predictions. We gotta go find that episode to see exactly where I had him. Because I, dang, did I have him third? No, I don't think I did. I think I had him fourth. I think in my standings, I am fourth, Newcastle. I think I had Newcastle second. And I had City third, Arsenal first. Mm. Um, Dang. I mean... I want to say you had Castle out. No, I think I had Castle on top. Oh, no, no, no. I did have Castle out because they they weren't... Scoring? uh, Getting wins. Like, they were drawing a lot and yeah they can convert their draws into wins and then callum wilson said i am going to be the top goal scorer in all of europe with 10 goals in the last whatever it was five weeks uh that's a crazy stat 31 years old granted a lot of them are pks but i'm pretty sure that's is that that the stat that that you got brought up he just he has that knack to just kind of like be there be in the right spot right like so many of the goals i've seen him score have just been you know, he, he's center of the box, and it just kind of gets deflected to him, or, like, he just happens to kind of be right where he needs to be just to, like, slot it in, which, I mean, is a, one of those those talents and skills that is, you know, kind of unteachable. You just kind of have to have it, that, that intuition, I guess. And it's it's Firmino-like. He has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jose okay, saw... So look, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, looking ahead... You know, um, United's got Bournemouth next. Uh, still got Chelsea to play, and they end with Fulham. Newcastle has Brighton next. Um, 
Leicester, and then end with Chelsea. So Newcastle Brighton, I think, could get spicy. Um, I want to say Chelsea is having a little resurrection here, but who knows? They play both of them, so Chelsea could be your friend here. <laughs> I don't believe in Chelsea <laughs> one bit. But if they want to put on a show Look. the last three games of the season, which, by the way, what a brutal way to end your season. Uh, <laughs> United City and Newcastle, that's rough. Yeah, that's um, that that's got to be rough. the hardest stretch I think we've seen throughout the season. I, Probably, yeah. Right? You're playing <laughs> three out of the top five teams? And it's the top like, four teams. You know, yeah, and... and United and Newcastle are, I mean, they're they're both, they got to win, right? Like, they, they can't let anything slip. You got, you know, Liverpool right behind, Brighton still with, you know, four games in hand here. Like, they're kind of, could be on your tail. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Chelsea's got to be firing on all, all cylinders if they're going to get any, anything from these. It's just... I don't think it's going to happen for you, but I'm just saying, like, they could be your decider here if, if Liverpool can sneak their way into top four. <laughs> It'd be nuts. I, I just, I'm looking at the table again, and if Chelsea would have lost to Bournemouth, they would be sitting at 39 points in 15th place. I guess 14th <laughs> place. But... Man, what could have been? What could have been? been? Yeah, but that's all right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't expect them to do anything crazy. They're probably not going to play. I, I, I don't know. I see Chelsea just not playing these games with the best of their ability. I mean, they put in Mendy. They'll probably put in other players that haven't played in a while to see if they can boost their value. Um, yeah, coming into the summer, like we must, we might see Pulisic. We might see, uh, gosh, who else is playing on this team that we haven't seen in a while? Is uh. Uh, Ross Barkley still with them? No, no, no. Okay, I don't okay. think so. He, I mean, he very well could be, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know, Chad. I feel like he he yeah. is, and he's on loan or something. Um, uh, I think he's on loan. He's in he's in France. Oh my God! They still have Ross Barkley. <laughs> he's only twenty nine. He's not like he's been around forever. No, but yeah, not that he's he's too old. It's just I didn't realize. <laughs> I don't know why they signed him in the first place, but then for him to still be a Chelsea player is just incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Based off their game against Forest, like I don't think you can have too much hope they'll help you. Like. The two goals they gave up were just such bad defending. Like, <laughs> like that the first goal, it's it's a Awani going up for it between two Chelsea defenders and uh, you know on rushing Mendy, and he somehow is the one that that wins out of all that. <laughs> he gets his head to the ball. Like, how are you gonna let that happen? Tiago <laughs> Silva is so overplaying for this team. He says oh he's ready God. to go back to Brazil next year to go yeah. play. That that's that's how bad he it's should. Been. I mean, like he, he, he's not their worst player. He's oh, not at all, not at all. <laughs> you could almost blame none of this on him. I think that's fair. Like, I just think as you get to the end of the, your career, it's probably more 
not that you want to cruise, but like you don't want to be around so much drama within the club, right? And and it's just been like new ownership, and then you know three separate managers over this season, and, and just not good performances. And uh, I'm sure he's just tired of all that. And you know, it, is if he goes back to Brazil, there might be some drama, but like he'll be around family and friends, and and. And go to the beach and stuff, you know, like <laughs> yep. live a little bit happier life, probably. <laughs> Is Pochettino going to be managing this club for the last three games or no? No, Lampard's okay. Uh, okay. finishing out the season. Um, but then, yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know if he'll have much say in, in transfers and stuff or if cause Chelsea's got to sell players like well, they got too many. They got well, yeah, they got too many, and they need to make some money on them. And I mean, yeah, it's I don't know who is your top target. I guess maybe like Mason Mount, but now there was talk of him like maybe wanting to stay now. So I don't know. How big of a loss do you think needs to happen against City this weekend for them to even say, you know what, Lampard? <laughs> We can't let you even take these last two. What would do it? 5 nil? Um They lose 5 nil against City? You think Lamp you think they keep Lampard on? I think they might just let him ride it out, like How about how about six? <laughs> <laughs> Look, if if this ends up being the game where Holland scores five <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, all thought if it happens, it'll be against, you know, your Southampton and, and Leicester this season and, and Forest or something like, but it happens against Chelsea. If it happens a, against, a... Todd Bowley's going to walk down there and manage the team himself if it happens against him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it necessarily to bring in Pochettino at this point, like, I guess maybe you don't need to. You can just not have Lampard coach and just throw it to whatever assistant or like youth coach that Chelsea have and uh, let them finish out the season. But isn't John Terry there? Um, he might be now. I think, I think yeah. he is. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I don't either. Honestly, that's a, that's a game I'm going to circle because uh, yeah. I, I think it'll be a fun one to spectate. Um, <laughs> all right, what other games we got here we need to bust out? Um, I mean, Leeds got the big draw against Newcastle. Huge draw. I can't believe they made that happen. And they could have won. Yeah, oh. they could have won. Oh. Just Bamford. <laughs> Just Bamford doing Bamford things. <laughs> yeah, um... I mean, I was I was curious his his stats, I guess. Um, so <laughs> I compared him to Daka, um, Alcaraz, and I wasn't gonna do anyone else, but then I saw him in the Man United game, so I had to throw Anthony in there because he mm. just couldn't hit the target. <laughs> so uh, Bamford this season has had forty eight shots. 16 of them have been on target, so 33%. Um, he's got four goals, two assists, but 
two missed PKs. So that hurts. Uh, Pat Sindaka, 30 shots, 16 on target, so 53%. Uh, four goals, four assists, hasn't attempted any, any PKs, so a touch better. Um, Alcaraz at, at Southampton, um, 22 shots, nine on target, uh, 41% um, on target rate, uh, four goals, one assist, no PKs. And Anthony, <laughs> 68 shots. <laughs> 24 God, on target. Damn. It's 35%. <laughs> He's got four goals, two assists, zero PKs. So, um, while Anthony is not the striker like the other three are, <laughs> he just, he sh- I guess maybe shoots too much or, or something, right? Like, he's, he's not getting his shots on target enough, clearly. Um, and just not great, great output for what he was. 90 million, 100 million, something Crazy. like that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Bamford's not had a great season for sure. You know, like, do you have their starting... XGs? Um, not handy. I think Bamford's, though, is like almost like eight or something like that. I think so. So, you know, it, it's he's definitely missed a, a few good sitters that maybe would have been the difference between Leeds staying up and not, and I mean this penalty, well it wasn't the worst penalty I've seen like Pope definitely does well to save it but man, just smack that thing in there oh, it's 9, 9.3 <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking terrible <laughs> yeah. not a good look not a good look Ooh, yeah, that's that's pretty bad uh, Anthony's 5.6 yeah, kind of just about uh, there and then Daka's two. Oh, see overperforming. <laughs> Alcarez is point four one. Oh, see? So underperformers you know. and underperformers, yeah. But Banford's just had the like crazy I'm in front of goal. I'm looking yeah. at the goal. I'm looking at the ball. I'm going to pass the ball into the goal, and I sky it. Uh, how? I don't know. But oh. Oh. so, but hey, they got the point. That's that's where. Uh, that's, yeah. That's the important thing. But the, yeah, the win would have been nicer. I mean, yeah, you, you take the win there, and then you're at least out of the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. Um, point is definitely still important. Like, there's still hope. Oh, man, I don't know. They just... I feel like they had, if they had a little bit more composure, they could have got over the line here and, and took all three, but... Big just, Sam, I, what happened? I don't know. Players are panicking, I think. <laughs> Probably. Feel almost like too, yeah. mu- too much pressure. Um, yeah. In the Man U-Wolverhampton game, boy, was I rooting hard for Wolverhampton. But Jose Saw didn't play, and I I can't find a lick of why that happened. Um, Yeah, I noticed that, and I thought, I assumed injury, but then I saw he was on the bench, and I was like, uh, maybe maybe a day off, maybe they want to get this other keeper some reps before the end of the season, since they like don't really have much to play for anymore. Um, On a fantasy perspective, for me, that hurts a lot. Sure. 
I had a pretty bad week. I fell on the standings a little bit. People went up. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just kind of shocked to, to not see him in there and uh, not on the injury report. So, I don't know. Man, you, they kind of, they didn't over-impress. They kind of just did their thing again. Um, possessed the ball. I mean, Damn. I didn't expect the Wolves to win. It would have been sweet if they got a draw, but they just don't. They don't have much to play for right now, and Manu does. Yeah, it's kind of like as simple as that. Yeah, they and and Wolves have just been kind of like hit or miss since they got a little bit of a run going. It just I feel like it started and just never really they couldn't find the momentum to like keep them going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, got enough distance from relegation zone that yeah, I think now they're just kind of like cruise control. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The just kind of jumping down the list. Tottenham lost again. Sure did. Sure did. Fun times. I can't Great. believe how much they've fallen in the last. Well, I, I kind of can believe it because we kind of saw it coming. But at the same time, Conte must be so happy <laughs> that he's out of this dumpster fire of a team. Um, I mean, they they just they love to give away an early goal and just have to try and fight back and then you know uh, it it's worked sometimes but you know more often than not it, i think it hasn't and i mean they're just they're just a, a mess out there like i think sun had like four offsides against him like wow. couldn't couldn't deal with the high line i guess and um i don't know if you saw it it ended up being offside anyway but he had this one-on-one with Emmy Martinez and just like shoots right at him basically. Mm. It was like that's not the sun that we've seen in seasons past and so I mean confidence is low I guess and the pressure is there. Pressure it's yeah. Evident. Now that's a bottling. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's a European <laughs> bottling right there to go from third, fourth, roughly the whole season. Now they're gonna be in seventh. It could be yeah. could be eighth real soon. I mean, yeah, you got you got Brighton above you, with with one point above you, but still two more games, you know, ahead of you to play. Like, I think their hope of Europa League is oh, is no fading. Way. Champions Done. League for sure. Champions League locked in. They're completely yeah. out. You're maybe getting the Conference League, but I mean, I don't know. Villa's got the win against you here, and and is pushing real hard to get into any form of Europe. So Well the only reason why Tottenham's in seventh and not eighth is because of Stevie G. Yeah. The, the goal <laughs> differential. And they're probably gonna pass him on goal differential next week. Tottenham plays Honestly, yeah. uh Brentford, right? Brentford. Is Brent, next, yeah. yeah, and Brentford just had a great great game this weekend. Um yeah. so I, I I got I put money on Brentford right now. Brentford have way yeah. more momentum, way more confidence. Uh, their strikers and wingers are playing to f- mm-hmm. to the. I mean, they didn't have Tony and they looked great. It, it's almost like this was a a precursor as to life without Tony, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad way to go. I think yeah. I think when you have Tony on your team, you need to get Tony the ball. Sure. Yeah. And with this fluidity of a of a squad that's kind of selfless. Ball's mm. just pinging around, just trying to find that next person making a run. And 
and that's exactly what they're doing. And now their back line is, you know, pretty damn strong. I, I feel, I feel really good about them going into next season. Um, and I will not be shocked if they make it into Europe. Uh, if they sneak into the Europe this year, I'd be surprised. But next year, yeah. I would be like, yeah, Gab, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Brentford pretty much all season performed really well. They had that little run of rough results. But, um, I mean, yeah, if if Tony's probably going in the summer, right? Like, he's what third on the the goal scorers list now maybe fourth i don't know but he's up there um so i'm sure bigger teams will come knocking um i mean yeah like if this is kind of the look of of brentford without him it's definitely a a good a good look and you know you can reinvest the money you get for tony and into some other players too and other, other positions and I don't know. I could see, uh, yeah, maybe like a, a, a Aston Villa Brighton kind of kind of play next season for them, where it's you know knocking on on the European door. Uh, if they get there, I don't know, but I mean, it's it's definitely a good season to build on and and move forward. So you can't hate what they did. No, definitely not. They've been in the Premier League for two years. Is this their second year? Yeah. Woo, man. So a lot of teams would love to be where they are. Oh, for sure. Um, we saw Mitrovic back. <laughs> yeah. He essentially put that the dagger in. Team, right? Yeah, yeah. It would have <laughs> six months ago, but um, that was kind of a shock to see that he was the man to kind of put the dagger in Southampton. See, I was like, it had to be him. Had to be yeah. him. Of course, he comes back from his suspension and does that to our boy. JWP. All right. Does he stay? Does he go? He's loyal, but this is more about Southampton being loyal to him, not the other way around. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll say, "I never wanted I to mean, leave the club." He'll say yeah. all the right things. He's been there since he's eight or whatever, eight, right? Like eight years yeah. old. That's crazy. Yeah. If he stays with them, I will be shocked. But the man is deserves so much better. Uh, sure. So, yeah, so much more. Yeah. I will not be surprised if he goes to any of the top eight teams right now, from Brentford yeah. to Brighton to hell Tottenham. Where would, where would you like to see him? Like that, I've been trying to think about it since it's tough since that game, and just trying to like think where he would fit. Brentford would make a ton of sense. I know we literally are speaking about them right now, but that would make True. a ton of sense. Ashton Villa would be really neat to see him there. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, Tottenham because he kind of is similar to what Erickson did there, but I yeah. I don't want to see him go there because I want to still root for him. I think Tottenham's going to go in for for Madison more so than Ward Prowse. I think Newcastle is uh, going to make bids for all those kind of attacking midfielders. So would it shock me if Newcastle got both Madison and JWP? Nope, not at all. Yeah. It, it, I think Castle's ready to splash that oil money on everyone. Mm-hmm and show them that we want to win this thing next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see him at Castle. I think his the only holdup there is that him and Bruno are like kind of occupy the same role of like the deeper um, creative player. Um, but as, you know, Arsenal found out, you need good depth. So, I mean, if you have Bruno and, and 
Ward Prowse fighting for one it. position, like you can rotate and you know it'd probably just help both of them get better. So it's a good shout. Um, yeah, I, I would like a, a Brentford or a Villa, um, just because he does kind of he is kind of that um, that Ericsson player where it's like. I mean, his free kicks are amazing. Like mm. it, he can, he can create. He can defend pretty well. Um, and you know, for so long, he's kind of been like the creative outlet at Southampton. So I think in in a a team with more creative players, you'll probably see him shine a little bit more, just because like it's a little bit less pressure for him to have to kind of do everything. <laughs> I mean, he's been the most talented player on that team ever since we've pretty much started oh. well i don't want to say the, the most talented he's been because we've seen guys come in there yeah. mane and virgil who obviously have tons of talent but he's never had anyone to kind of grow up with and to share his talents with over a long period of time um so yeah i would say arguably he was the best player on those teams even when they had mane even when they had yeah um you know, some of the, 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 the better attacking options for that squad. So, I don't know. It would be neat to see him on a team that had players who were better than him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's a compliment, too. That's not anything against oh, yeah, his play. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Crystal Palace. I could see him going there. That would, that would be a good fit, I think, you know. Um, especially with, like, their front line is, is pretty quick and and tricky and i think yeah you know you you have james ward prowse feeding them balls and mm. i think that's pretty good pretty good fit too so we'll see got options <laughs> bednarak bednarak he ain't staying but i i don't know where he would go I don't, um, I don't think it's a good thing to be a defender on a relegated team i don't think you're gonna get a lot of looks no, but I mean, he wasn't at Southampton the whole season, right? Like, so he maybe looks a little bit better because of that. Was he on, um, was he on West Ham? No, where was he? Yeah, um, I, think, I think it was West Ham. Was it West Ham? <laughs> was it? So I don't know if you could arguably say that with his tenure with West Ham. It wasn't a lot of games. West Ham no, yeah. was arguably worse with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's he's a decent enough defender. Oh no, he's at Villa. He was at Villa. Oh, Villa. God. Well, but he just didn't play much. So, um, I don't know. Bednarak. I think will stay in the Premier League with, somewhere. Maybe with a uh, promoted <laughs> team. Maybe what? Sheff- could be Sheffield? something like that. Yeah. I think yeah, Sheffield's. Guaranteed, I think. I think they made it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He he'll be an interesting one to watch too, because I mean he he has enough Premier League experience and you know playing for the Polish national team and stuff. So like a very experienced player to have and twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, typically a, a a pretty good defender, I think. So. Some teams will come sniffing around and oh, snatch him up. That's it, man. See, he's got a, a long Premier League career ahead of him. He might. <laughs> he just might. Uh, what are the games we got here, Chad? Um, it's kind of 
it, right? Kind of knocked him out. Crystal Palace and Bournemouth, as they did his thing again. The guy uh, only scores in bunches. He only scores by two. Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace, you proved me wrong. You stayed in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. You got that one right, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd they end up getting? 12th? Yeah, they're in 12th. Uh, they'll, probably, yeah, they'll hover. Feels like where they were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two more weeks. I can't believe it. I know. Coming down to the end oh, here. Man, it doesn't feel real. And you know, like looking at our, uh, our our fantasy too, Chris Curtis might make a quick little push to get that top spot. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, four points away. Is Whoa. Still very tight. Whoa. So. We'll see. We'll see what they can do. I mean, that whole top five in fantasy right now is just like whoever just happens to have the right player that week, right? You know, it's, I mean, even kind of down to to seven is, is like pretty tight. I'm holding down eight. I've had eight for like yeah. a solid five weeks. <laughs> you, you would need like a huge Bruno, yeah. a, a, a Bruno game with a Virgil goal. A Virgil and Anderson goal in one, and a, I think you you might be one of the few with dunk. Dunk. I mean, I, I just need Rashford to like get another goal. That too. <laughs> Rashford just stops. If Rashford wouldn't have stopped scoring, you'd probably be in this mix. Uh, yeah, because because I picked him Eight up points kinda, a week, kind of mid his resurgence there, and he helped me climb. I was sitting down in like eleventh for a while there, and. I was climbing well with him, but then yeah, he just he just stopped performing. Last three then, weeks, eight three zero. That'll get you. Yikes! <laughs> and in the in the player master top scores, when I was when I was checking off points this week, mm-hmm. uh, he's right next to Eze, and <sighs> Eze had eighteen, and I was like looking at Rashford, and I was like, wait, I was like, Rashford didn't, he got like zero, and I was like going back, and I was just, I wasn't scanning all the way across yeah. correctly, but I was sitting there going, there's no way I put, uh, I put Rashford having eighteen points, and I was looking at your score on the table, I was like, you didn't move, and I was like, so if something, I was like, I don't know what happened, but we got there, we got there, um, yeah. So yeah, Eze, Eze is gonna be on. Uh, I don't want to say my list of players I might take next year. But, I mean, um, I started with him. But... I know. It was second half player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Crystal Palace, you know, came alive after Roy Hodgson came back in. So, yeah, I mean, good player. Him, um, Elise looks good. Mm. Crystal Palace got some, some sleepers on there for fantasy, I think. Yep. Um I mean, Anderson's been pretty solid um, for most of the season. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a name to to keep on the list for next season and and see what happens. But, well, I was I was looking at stats that we could track, and tackles one might be a fun one because mm-hmm. a lot of the defensive midfielders win those tackles, and then sure, yeah. defenders. You know, there's only. One defender in our top ten scoring being Darkowski, and that's because yeah. he hit a record-breaking <laughs> eighty sh- block shots this season. And My God, I don't, I you know, every every stat is is breakable, yeah. but that is one where I just can't imagine someone breaking that. 
80. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, not to say that all 80 of those shots would have resulted in a goal, but like, I don't know, a handful of those for sure at least saved Everton a goal. <laughs> That's just wild. I, you know, he, he's 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 got that knack, I guess, to to be where he needs to be um, on his on his man. Right? He's, he's defending well and. Doing his best to save Everton, but you know who's second, at least on our with, scoreboard with blocks. Yeah. Mm. Um. No, no. Um. It'd be like a Mings, maybe. I think there's some Burnley DNA in the both of them. Oh, jeez! Of course, Ben Me. It's Ben Me. <laughs> Wow. Ben Mee has 34. And that's second? <laughs> At least on ours. I mean, we can check who scored yeah, to yeah. see. But I I don't know. No one really... I, we're pretty... When we look at stats, I, I pay attention to those little tiny details. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see anyone racking them up like he is. No, it, it's a wild number for sure. I just don't see anyone breaking that. I don't know how you would break that. I don't know. I mean, I I haven't watched a lot of Everton this season, but the times that I have, I feel like I don't notice him making so many blocks. But then, yeah, you go and check the stats after the game. It's like, yeah, he just had like nine blocks. It's like, what? (laughs) So in in the Premier League, and this doesn't account for FA Cup or anything else that we tracked, Mm -hmm. Tarkowski has 77. Mm -hmm. Next is Maximilian Kilman with Wolverhampton with 42. Third is Wout Fast with 37. And then... Fourth is Ben Mee with 35. Ben Mee. So, Dang. still, Tarkowski has almost double of the next person. Yeah. Wow. Blocking machine. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy yeah. indeed. It's an inter- interesting stat here. Um, all right, Chad, you want to do our goal team player? Yeah. I'm might, ready. Might break your heart a little. <laughs> um... For my player, I think it's got to be Gundogan. Two goals and an assist. So. Two sick goals. Same stat line as last week. Yeah. So, like, Salah had a really good game and, and a really good opportunity um, to have player of the week. But, and, and yeah, I think you got to go Gundogan on this one. Like, if Salah had a goal... Include with the three assists, I'd be more inclined. Sure, yeah. But I, I, I think, I think Gundogan, even the goals he scored were just like pretty epic. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. If if we'll go with him then. Now, team of the week is kind of interesting, because now I kind of want to reward those draws, um, mm, just because okay. they they mean way Big. more now than they did, you know, three to four weeks ago. However. My first choice would be Brighton taking down second yeah. team Arsenal three nil just because that is definitely I mean, it, the most impressive. Yeah, I, it's it's definitely a you know impressive win and um, as much as maybe Arsenal kind of turned off towards the end there, like a three nil win away is always a good result, especially when it's been one of the top teams of the season. So. 
they definitely get a shout. Um, yeah, I like I like Leeds getting the draw against Newcastle. Like that's a pretty pretty big gap in the table between the two. Um, it feels more impactful than Nottingham Forest draw with Chelsea, just because Chelsea's been pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but they came back. They had to, they had to get that second one. That that's the. I true, mean, we're in true, the same true, order. True. I, I had Brighton, and then mm. uh, and then Leeds, and then Forest. Yeah. Um, and Leeds could have won that game. I think that's kind of my my only thing of holding me back from them is that like they they had the opportunity to win this thing and and kind of fumbled it. Whereas Brighton just. took control and you know made sure they got the three points Mm -hmm. didn't really let arsenal back into the game even a hint um so i think i'd probably lean brighton on there yeah it's the most clear cut yeah damn yeah damn you (laughs) and you know it jumps them above um Tottenham now, and they're kind of, kind of in that top five, four talk now. Um, I mean, they still have more games to play, but next year will we have everyone be playing on the same time frame? Because this, I swear, this hasn't been this out of control. It should be in a long time, right? Yeah, because I, I think they were saying Brighton just had the unfortunate luck of like. Um, some games just lining up when like the queen passed. Yeah, the and queen when, when screwed they had her a lot of this up. Her whole funeral and like then you know just some other like European uh, conflicts and stuff. And because um, yeah, they I mean you normally see a, a team with one maybe two games in hand, but like at this point everyone's pretty much level. But Brighton still got two more games ahead of everyone else. Like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were supposed to play Crystal Palace one week, but Crystal Palace had construction on the road that was supposed to get to the stadium. So that that was a problem. It, it was like the week after the Queen died. So they had that two-week uh, setback, and I think that just screwed up yeah. everything else. Um, and then the goal. The goal. The goal. Oh, okay. Um... There's a handful of, of good goals this week. Um, I really like Eze's second goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just kind of takes it right there at the top of the box. Got, you know, like three or four Bournemouth defenders around him, but hits it just perfectly. Um, I like Curtis Jones' second goal. I thought it was Me like... Too. it's It's one of those, like, confidence goals where he just takes it and just doesn't even take a second to think just turn and shoot and that's exactly what he needs to do um trends free kick of course i mean i like both the gundawin's goals (laughs) i like it probably his first one more than the free kick just because you don't really see it like that but his free uh, kick he like hit with his heel ish area and it it was a weird kick yeah yeah. (laughs) had a weird knuckle to it um I gotta go with this first one. That was that was on my list. I, I did like Curtis Jones, uh, his goal as well. But 
I don't know, that, that flick was just so out of nowhere. Because um, yeah. he's not the type of player that does these... You know, it wasn't acrobatic, but it was definitely uh, athletic. Yeah. You know, he's not really an athletic... I don't imagine him to be a very athletic player who can do all these twists and turns and, and contort his yeah. body in weird positions. And, uh, you know, like Holland's weird bicycle goal rather that's expected like that was a hauling goal yeah. i expected there not a, a good one so um yeah i don't know that i don't want to give city so much praise but damn it they're just so good yeah i mean yeah i, I think i think it got to be gundwin's first goal like just the blind little flick thing <laughs> you don't see it Especially not from a midfielder like that, you know? Yeah, why didn't Tarkowski <laughs> block that one? Yeah, come on now. A <laughs> uh, uh, friend of the show, Sufi, just texted me. Nunez, uh, not even on the bench. Is that true? He wasn't even on the bench today? Wasn't even on the bench. Taking a little rest. Uh, Early summer vacay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really curious now with Sala doing as much as he did today that Sufi has Salah, right? Uh-oh, he does. Uh-oh. Does Sammy have Salah? Yep. <laughs> and then does Waffle have Salah? Yep. E-e-e. And then does Theo have Salah? If Theo has Salah, dude, I'm in I'm going to be seventh place chilling with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll see. I'll see you down there, Chad, real oh, soon. No. <laughs> Seventh and eighth, baby. That's where I'll be. Oh man, that's not good. I think it's. I think that's the truth. Salah definitely got twelve points today. Three goals, yeah. three assists, six nine points. He took uh, some shots, I imagine. Yeah, he has. I think at least one shot on target, if not more. Yeah, <sighs> we, we can do this quick math here. Quick math, yeah, quick math. I, oh, think, oh. I think you're Ooh. coming down. I might I might be sticking around. Yeah. Three goals, three points. Six three assists, that's nine. Ten shot on ten being the one shot on target. Mm-hmm. He has no clearances or blocks. So if you give all those people ten points. <laughs> I am still in fifth place. Woo! <laughs> But everyone is only three points behind me. Oh, yikes. This is going to be a tight tight finish to top three, <laughs> even to top five. Yeah, wow. Oh, my god! Wow, wow. Um, all right, Chad, anything else that you want to bring up? Um, I guess your Sac Republic update. Mm. Uh, they had their open cup match against Colorado Rapids midweek. Probably could have won it, but we're just a little too sloppy. Mm. Um, ended up going out to them. So Open Cup Dream is dead this season. Already? Already. Um, but Saturday, bounced back. Got a, a Russell Cicerone hat trick. Mm, saw 3-1 that. win mm. over Indy 11. Um, undefeated in the league. Top of the, the West. Top of the whole league standings. And cruising in the league, so... Um, you know, if we had to sacrifice the Open Cup to get a league trophy, 
I'm okay with it. I'll take it. I'll save the money this year Worth, on yeah. expensive travel. I did want it to be in <laughs> St. Louis or, or Kansas City well, or something. Cool, but, yeah. but hey, maybe next year. Yeah. Maybe maybe when they win the title, like fly out to sack, do the thing. There and uh, do they have a game on Monday by or two? Or I guess Monday by chance. It's next week. Uh, they don't play on Mondays often. No, they're on uh, this Saturday they play, and then okay. they might have one that following Wednesday, maybe. I don't know, but, yeah. Well, I'll be in NorCal this weekend. Um, coop, coop, coop. Don't tell Jimmy. Uh, if, he, if he listens to the pod, he'll find out on this, but uh, until ears, then, that would be crazy if he's like, hey, I listened to your pod. I'm like, what? Um, so, yeah, I'll be around. Maybe we can do a little live a little live rendition at a bar, just a quick little Ooh, spiel, yeah. maybe Sunday or, or Monday night. You don't work on Mondays, right? So no. if you're free Monday, actually, are there any games going on next Monday? There's got to be. Oh, actually, I don't think there are. I think there are only Saturdays and Sundays now. Is it, oh, just Saturday Sundays now? Nope, I lied. We got Newcastle and Leicester, um, which could be Leicester's fate. So yeah. maybe do a little something, something that day and go out to sack and watch a game. Yeah. Um, I'd be open, open to do something sure, fun. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe get the banter boys out there. We bring a snowball and do a live podcast. Good luck. <laughs> it's a Monday. I always see them out drinking on Mondays and watching a footy game. You would think, but then when you try and get them all together, mm, push comes to shove. It's a little difficult. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Well, with that, I think we're all good here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Episode. 36 for match day 36 two to go and then of course champions league and fa cup final and then women's world cup in a couple of months after that but until then uh we will see y'all next week the hooligans are out peace